when someone offends you or says something inappropriate, you know, not everyone is malicious in their intent. Welcome to Hard Candy and Fruit Snacks. I'm Gloria Harrison, a TV producer living in New York. And I'm Carrie Clifford, an actor and writer living in Los Angeles. We first met in elementary school outside Boston. When I was part of a program that bused kids from the inner city to school in the suburbs. We're going to talk about privilege and disadvantage. And about what it's like to move from one world to another without really feeling at home in either. In this podcast, we're having conversations about race. And the awkwardness that comes with learning about people from another culture. Okay, are we doing this, Gloria? We are doing this. You ready, girl? This is a moment everyone's been waiting for. Well, we've gotten so many great questions. We posted on Instagram, on Facebook. People have DM'd us. And basically, this is our brave space to ask a white person and ask a black person. Yep. And and I'm telling you right now, I'm giving you permission to ask me questions that may not even make sense. I'm not going to get mad at you because we're in this brave space. But also, it goes both ways, right? I might ask you something, yes, yes, that you might be like, ah, no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and no judgment. And also, the majority of these were actually asking on behalf of other people who may not have a brave space or who may not have a white or black friend to ask, you know? So, no judgment. Let's just like do it. Let's ask these tough questions and, you know, hopefully people will be appreciative and learn something. Let's go. Should I start? Go for it. What you got for uh, me? Okay. <laughs> Here here's a question that we got on Instagram. Why is it offensive to say some of my best friends are black if they actually are? So if they are, just like you said, actually your best friends and they're black, that's fine. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I don't hear a lot of white people. I'm sorry, black people say some of my best friends are white. I don't hear right. that. But I have heard one of my good friends, one of my best friends is a black person like I'm just curious as to why they feel like they need to say that because a friend is a friend. And I feel like when you're specifying, oh, they're black, I want to know, are you using that as a, oh, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. I I think that is because it's like, wait, don't come at me. Some of my best friends are black, you know, but then I do understand the confusion because it's like, if that is true. and, And I've also heard it used where it's like, some of my best friends are Jewish. And like, that is true. For, you know, for me or for a lot of people. And but it's still it's still sort of like um, excusing yourself or something. Right. Like, that's what I right? think it is. I think it's like yeah. it's like, listen, you could be in a, a, a situation that you may be looked at in that moment as racist or saying something that has, you know, um, microaggressions, undertones that are not like uh, what you should be doing. And people say, well, don't take it the wrong way. Or I can't believe you think I would say that because some of my best friends are black. Like, I feel like you're using that as your get out of jail card. And it's unacceptable because I don't, like I said, I don't hear a lot of black people say, but one of my good friends is white. Right. Right. I don't hear it. Right. So that's why it's offensive. It's like, if that's your friend, you just have a good friend or one of my best friends. Why are you specifying that they're black? To me, you're using that as um, a moment to get you out of something or to make someone else feel comfortable and to assure them that you're not what the optics are uh, showing that you are, that maybe you're right. appearing as you are, have, you know, racial undertones or that you're racist. Because guess what? You can still have a black friend and still be right. racist. You can still right. have, totally. you know what I mean? You can still yeah. have a white friend and still be racist. 
Right. So people just but, need not to do that, I think, in my opinion. But but what if it's like, like, let's say after this podcast and someone asks, asks me a question and I'm like, well, one of my best friends is black and she said, da, da, da. Like, does that give it more context that I, I I'm think, like? Yeah. And I think that's like, OK. How you said it and what right. the content is, is important. The context. It's important. Right. And so I like if someone says to me, um, you know, uh, can can white people uh, protest, you know, at Black Lives Matter or something? And maybe we had this discussion and then I'm like, well, one of my best friends is black and she says, da, da, da. now, did I need to say that? Did I need a little bit because I'm I'm telling them information that's coming from a black person. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, ha, like sometimes it seems racist and sometimes it seems um, that it's just like a disclaimer about that person. I don't know. I, I, I understand the confusion and why people ask this question. But also the disclaimer, once again, it's coming down to black people. <laughs> it's yeah. like it seems to be that's the most part where someone needs to explain. Or, right. you know, or I've heard people say this in my, uh, like, not too far away, and I can hear them. Oh, she's dating someone, he's black, but he's a great guy. Yeah. Like, what mm -hmm. did you just say, girl? Yes, but you, totally. you put the butt in there. So that tells me yep. that you have some kind of feeling towards that. And that's yeah. derogatory. He's, he's black, but he's light-skinned. Yes. Oh, my God. I've heard that a lot. Right? Right. Like, that's somehow, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So it is, like, it's a disclaimer, and it's it's judgy. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> right? Judgy, okay. And listen, yeah. we don't appreciate it. Just stop saying yeah. it. And really it comes down to honestly, people, use your common sense. Just think about what you're saying. Read the room. Right. But would you say the reverse? Would you, like in reference to me, say something like, Well, one of my best friends is white. I don't talk like that. Said, I don't say it. Yeah. I don't need to say it. But sometimes right. you'll hear me on Facebook. Hey, y'all. So my white friend of 40 years, because we're talking about brave space and we're talking yeah. about the healing process. That's different. But I don't really right. need to say, so my white friend or she's right. white. Now, right. when we talk about code switching, like I might be at home and it might be like, oh, OK, this is my friend. We're talking about the podcast. Let me give you a perspective. OK, she's right. white. I'm right. not. Y'all know I'm not. So there's right. a difference. But I feel like when it comes to black people, I hear it a lot. Right. And so it and gay. I think with gay, too, that it's like I'm describing someone to you like, yeah, I was out with my friend. He's gay. And he said and it's like what I'm the story that I'm telling you has nothing to do with sexual orientation. But it's like I'm almost doing it just to, like, paint the picture of who I'm with. And then that's terrible because so you are supposed to conjure up this image of my gay friend because I said that he's gay or whatever. Right. right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, why is yeah. it necessary? Right. It's like oversharing right. some time when it's not needed. Yeah. But if you want to learn from it, just think for a second, like how that feels if you are the other person. Right. You know what I mean? And I've heard like people uh, go and, you know, in a job setting, say, I feel right. like I'm being treated, you know, a certain way or I've been passed up. And the person will be like, what do you mean? Like one of my best friends is black. What well, has nothing yeah. to do with the fact that you are treating me this way? You can have your right. best friend be black. But why are you telling me that it has no relevance to what's going on in this situation right now? Right. So why are you telling me that? Is that right. supposed to make me feel better? Is that supposed it's to make, make yeah. it makes them feel better? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So listen, I got a question for you. Oh, no. Oh, no. OK. <laughs> uh, this was sent uh, actually as an email. It says, why don't white people use washcloths when bathing? <laughs> <laughs> OK, that is I didn't even know that that was a white black thing. 
Do, do black people in general use washcloths? Well, I can't speak for all black people, but right, I know a right. lot of people, my family, at least I can speak to them. We grew up using washcloths. And I can tell you this, when I used to stay in Wayland at some of the yeah. other kids' houses, I would say, yeah. hey, do you guys have a washcloth? They're like, washcloth? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because when you come to our house, my mom had a, a towel, the, right. the medium-sized towel, and the face cloth. Right. And yeah. Right. And we would put it on the bed if someone was, you know, visiting us. And it's like, that's all I know. And then people said, listen, if you don't have a washcloth, how are you getting all the areas? How are yeah. you getting up in there? And I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is so funny because I've never thought about that being like a white black thing or a whatever thing. But I tend not to use washcloth. Right. I do if I'm just because even when I wash my face, I'll like just wash it with water and then I just dry it with my towel. Sometimes I use a washcloth. Never use a washcloth in the shower. But but <laughs> just just so it's like not totally white and black, my husband, white, does use a washcloth. That's what I was so, going to ask you. I said, what do you have in your house? Do you have washcloths? Yeah, and we have washcloths. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if it's a, but you know, now I feel like guilty. Like I don't in the shower use a washcloth. I don't. But I don't know why. Like, how could that be a white black thing? I don't know. We got to get more people to weigh in on it. But I, exactly. I, when I saw the question, I was laughing because I was like, you know yeah. what? I I understand because I've been in both scenarios where I've yeah. seen the washcloths. I've been at relatives' house and other friends that were black, and they gave me a towel, um, well, a washcloth, a face cloth. You know what I mean? Well, I will say this: if I did have a guest, no matter their race, okay. <laughs> I would I would put like on the bed, you know, a towel and a washcloth. So I do do that. But I think that's more like I think a lot of people like at night when they wash their face, they like use a washcloth. I don't know. Right. I hadn't thought about like the shower aspect. I mean, this would be a good question to pose to all races. Yeah. Because like <laughs> do, do like Asians tend to to Hispanic? I have no idea. I've never thought I've, no, I've honestly never thought of this question until it was posed right now. And the, and the person was like, listen, but I'm just asking, like, how do you get up under like under yeah. your breasts, between uh -huh. your arms, between your legs? Like, are you using your finger like? So if you don't yeah. use a washcloth, what do you use? My hand. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know. It sounds crazy. And it doesn't I'm sound like, crazy. It just. But now I feel insecure because now I'm like, uh, am I the only person? But no, because obviously I learned that habit from. <laughs> no. It, and honestly... But I do. I like soap up. And then I just like use my hands. And like, I'm, I'm not like getting crazy or anything. But I like. And then, okay. But if you use a washcloth. Yes. If you're in the shower and you use a washcloth, then how often do you uh, wash the washcloth? So we're changing, like, I think every two days. Like, we, like I okay. just take it all out, rewash it. Because right now you're here with all the germs. You actually shouldn't yeah. do that. You shouldn't have yeah. your washcloth out longer than a day or two. You should, you know, making sure that you're squeezing it out, rinsing it right. out. Because that dirt, you're now putting it back on. So I yeah, don't know if it's right or wrong. I'm exactly. Because <laughs> I remember, like, I don't know when this was, like, late 90s or something. Everyone had, like, loofahs. Yeah. And then it was, like, but then they would get, like, mold. And I'm, like, well, sc screw that. Like, so I did use a loofah for a while when it was, like, the thing that people were yeah, doing. Yeah, and my kids bring it home. And I'm, like, no, what is that? And, like, yeah, mommy, it's no like one a sponge. uses it. Yes, yes. You know, like, you have to remember to, like, change your sponge. You can't just leave your sponge in the kitchen. So I think maybe that's why I don't use the washcloth. I don't know. But, like, with my son, I do use a washcloth when I'm, like, you know, scrubbing him down in the bath or shower. Right. Okay, see? So, so I think... it's not completely white and black. But, but we'll have to, like, when we post this episode, we can ask, like, if people use. I'm very know. curious. I'm so very curious. curious. Okay, here's another one for you. Is it offensive if I, white person, 
Is it offensive if I say things like, girl, oh, hell no. <laughs> no, because I have a lot of- You don't of think so? No. And I have a lot of friends, white, black, Hispanic, Asian. We all right. like go into character. So it's not right. offensive. I mean, I I do think people, some people could, I can see how they get offend, offended by it. Some black yeah. people feel like, oh, are you trying to mock the way you think a black person talks? That's offensive. I right. see it as flavor. I like to have a good time and I do it with guys and girls. It doesn't matter. I'm like, hey, Yeah, girl. but you do it. But they, you do it. But that's not, it's, you don't find that offensive if I then say that? No, because I have friends who do it back to me. Guys right. and girls that are white, Hispanic, right. Asian. That's what I'm saying. I'm around a lot of people and we say a lot of crazy stuff. And so I personally don't get offended as a black woman, but I do know that there it is offensive at times to other people. They yeah. say, you know what? You're saying, hey, girl, like you think I say, hey, girl, there's some black people that don't speak like don't that. Don't say that. They right, don't talk right. at all. So they might think it's crazy. So I don't even think it's a race thing as much as it is like your style, your preference. And for some, right. it could come down to race. Like, you know what? Right. Like, actually, I don't. Why are you talking like that? I don't talk like that. Right. But I love it. Hey, girl. Right. Right. You know, it's right. just yeah. my personality also. Totally. Totally. And I think it because, you know, there's certain things like, you know, it is seen as offensive to because to, to, so it, it can seem like it's mocking. Like you wouldn't say or you shouldn't say like something like, like and I'm not going to do it because it's offensive, but sort of like a, like impersonating an Asian person or using like, you know, uh, you know what I'm yeah, you know what slang, I mean? Like try, exactly. And, and it's, yeah, it, it could be offensive. And, that, you know, we see it in comedians all the time. There's a setting yeah. for that. Right. There's a place for that. But in like a work environment or someone you don't really know, you're doing that. That's going to be looked at as derogatory, like you're making fun of me. And that is something right. that is is not going to be accepted. People are not right. tolerating uh, that anymore. Right. You know, right. I yeah. have a question for you. It's actually going to be yeah. reverse to me, but um, okay. as a white woman, do you like people rubbing their hands through your hair? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, 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 no. I don't right. like people touching my hair. So, so, and same, right, yeah, I know where you're going with this. Because... So, so that was a direct message to me saying, listen, put this out there. Like when it comes to a black woman, is mm -hmm. it okay to touch your hair? And my yeah. answer is hell no. Like right. black women... We're not puppies, just like no other race. We're not puppies. We're not dogs. But if you like a, a black woman's hair, white woman's hair, anybody's hair, uh, moving forward, here's a good thing to practice. If you like it, hey, I think it looks great. Don't right, make it a it. discussion yeah. in a boardroom, in a yeah. restaurant, in, in a an TV, elevator. In an elevator, at a TV show, like yeah. talking to people about their hair. And, you know, what they don't realize is your hair looks pretty. That's cool. But when you right. keep going into it and like, honestly, I've heard people do this and they said, please ask this. Tell white people to stop saying, oh, my God, your hair got so long over the overnight. You know, right. damn well, <laughs> I got on a weave. You but, know what? <laughs> but can I say I like your braids or whatever? Absolutely. But don't make right. it don't make it a discussion. And just like I asked you first. Do you right. like me touching your hair? You said no. Right. No. Black women, that is like a, a huge thing for them. And it's like, listen, across the board, no matter what you look like, we pay a lot of money to get our right. hair done. Really, honestly. Right. So right. it's like, honestly, don't touch my hair. If you right. want to say it looks nice, that's okay. But I don't want to be have the way my hair is on Monday be right. a, a topic of discussion for the remainder of my work day. And then maybe yeah. I come in the next day and I got a short bob. I had a weave on Monday. I want to switch it up. That's the luxury of having this uh, different hair and this different culture. 
But it's like, we just want to feel good about ourselves. We don't need you rubbing your hands through it. We don't need you touching it. We don't need you asking if you can wear it. Like people have right. actually asked me, oh can I wear it? I'm like, hell no. And it's like, listen, right. do I put my hand in your hair? I don't. Right. So right. I, as much as you say it's a compliment, it's like, okay, it's a compliment. And then let it be there. Let it live there. Right. Don't continue to go on and on about it. And listen, I know you're going to say to them, hold, hold that for a second. I want to tell you this. This brings me back to when our Wayland days. Right. When I was a Mecco student. Right. Yeah. I remember yeah. some of the white kids would touch my hair and then I would turn around. Someone would make me turn and look and I see them rubbing their hands, rubbing it off. So maybe if I had grease in my hair or oils right. because my hair is thick and um, it can be thick, kinky, whatever you want to call it. But it's like, guess what? I don't want just like you rubbed your hands off. Mm. I don't even want you touching my hair. So right. if you're going to rub your hands and wipe it off, just give me my respect in my space. Don't touch and, my yeah. hair because I'm not rubbing my hands through your hair. But I wonder where what it stems from. Like, is it because that's something different from me and so I'm fascinated by it? You know, like, like going back to like elementary school, like you had very different looking braids than like the white girls were, right? Like, I don't think my instinct would be to touch it, but I understand that, that it's like, oh, you would, you know, you would have these like the twists, twists. Yes. And, the, and then with those little, <laughs> little like barrettes at the end and or then whatever, beads. right? Remember I would shake and yes. I had beads in my head. Yeah. yeah. So I understand that that like, that's very different than my hairstyle. So I do think at the core, it's probably like just that, like, Inquis in being inquisitive and like, oh, your your texture is totally different. Like me, like I don't think I would touch it, but I I could I, you know, I remember when we worked together, our one of our like superiors who we've talked about before, she always had braids. Yes, she did, which yep. I loved, mm -hmm. and I was always like fascinated. Now I would never have touched them, but I'm sure I asked her questions like, oh, how long does that take, or like how short is your hair underneath? But it's just because it's like that's so foreign from like how you know, I get my hair done. Right. And so, but imagine, so you're different. You look different. You're at a right. job environment. You are one of very few. And right. I know what that feels like. And then I also know I'm one of few. You say it looks good. That makes me feel good. But then you keep yeah. going on about it. It's like, you know what? Now I'm starting to sweat. Now I'm getting uncomfortable. And it's right. like, guess what? I can't just wash and get out of the shower and then my hair curl. If I do that, honey, it's going to be a problem. Right. Because of the texture, it's going right. to be. And I also don't know how to do my hair. There are many black women that come out. So let me correct myself. Come out of the shower and they poof and they are sassy and they look beautiful. I'm yeah. not that girl. I don't know right. how to do my hair. So it's like when I come to work and you see me with braids that day, know that I've been in a chair for 10 to 12 hours. Right. Know that, <laughs> know that I, beauty, I did not wake up like that. That it yeah. takes yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And so when you say, oh, my gosh, you like it. I appreciate that. It's right. the stuff when you go beyond. How long right. did it take? And then I'm like, you really don't give a damn how long it took. Why are you asking me in front of a room of 30 people? Stop it. Right. Stop. Right. Oh, you look so young. It's like, come on. All right? right. And and the thing about it is I do different styles to make me feel beautiful, to know that right. I can do stuff. You know, you know, they say um, the kind of thing with like sort of like in the 60s, like, um, you know, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Like get, you know, be proud of yourself and embrace the way you look. And so, you know, for us, like if it rains, black women, the, I told you that's when we were little, like my hair just can't survive it. And now that I'm right. natural, it's like, I cannot have it be the way I want to. So sometimes I will say, Hey, can you braid it up for a couple weeks? 
I'll give my hair a break. Can you put a weave in in which I can just take off? I mean, I've had men come up to me and say, listen, so when you take that off, what's underneath that? I go braid straight back. They go, right. how does it work for your husband? I said, honey, don't worry about it. But, but it's funny. It's like, why are you asking me all that? They're like, so when you take it off, and I've had fun with them. I'm, I'm not like so uptight that I can't have fun. Right. But, but to be honest with you, it's like, just embrace it. If you like it, if you don't, shut up. Right. You but know? I think that the, those kind of questions, like it is just something that's foreign to a white person because it's just okay like here's another thing on that is like do you wear a wrap (laughs) over your hair yes okay so so talk about that and then I want to tell you something about that okay and I can tell you about one of our colleagues because we stayed at a hotel one night and she was and she was like Gloria but which, tell which, what it is. Okay, so tell, tell what, what the wrap is because I had never okay. So there are all kinds. This. There's silk. There's uh, silk and is why? the best for hair. So we why? black women use a wrap scarf to protect our hair, specifically from sleeping at night and to maintain the style. Like we just came from a salon, we take right. a brush and we wrap it all the way around in a circular motion, and it flattens it and keeps it. Some of us, if this hair is short, we need a pen. Or, you know, you just have clips, but you take it so that in the morning when you take the wrap scarf off, it falls down nicely. You have your bounce or you have your straight, whatever it is you're trying to do. So we wear the wrap scarf to protect our hair. I know some people wear scarves are different wrap scarves for religious reasons. We wear it to protect our hair when we're sleeping. And so I've had people say to me, so listen, when you go to bed at night and you're in the bed with your husband, I say, hell yeah, he knows. I'm going to wear my wrap scarf because I just paid all this money to get my hair done and black men they understand that or if you're dating a black woman or if you're married or if you have a sister or someone's in your family it's like listen don't play with our hair well i i i I never knew what that was and then i remember i can't remember where we were or why chicago but we were at a hotel. Yes. We were staying at a hotel. Mm-hmm. And you had this wrap on. I was like, I don't think in an offensive way, but I was like, what is that? Like, I just, and it makes sense. Like, I, as we've talked about, I never invited you to sleep over. So, like, I've never, I had never, like, had a sleepover or, like, you know, as adult women, like, you know, right. I can't remember why we were all in a hotel. I think room we together, went to but... an event or something. I almost feel okay. like, was it the Emmys? I don't no. know. We went somewhere, but we, we weren't Emmy level <laughs> of a show, at that point, right? but maybe it was like someone's wedding or it was something. But let me tell you about know. the girl that I actually stayed in the hotel with. Cause I don't know if I okay. stayed in the hotel with you. You know, I this think girl. you did. Well, you know, this girl. So she stayed yeah. up late and she was like, Gloria, what the hell are you doing? And we've been drinking <laughs> and we've been out having a good time. And I was like, wait a minute, girl, I got to wrap my hair. So I go in the bathroom. She's like, what the hell are you doing? I go, can you come help me? So she came and was like holding it. She was like, this is fascinating. I go, what? Yeah. I go, I'm just wrapping my head. She, so right. she helped me. She was a white woman. She right. helped me hold it down. We wrapped it. And she's like, Gloria. She says, first of all, you look so cute. She's like, that's how you sleep? Aww. I go, yeah. And I do it to protect my hair so I won't have to curl it in the morning. So it'll be wrapped. It'll be set. And I sleep like a little angel. And I sleep on one side and then I wake up, honey, take the scarf off and I'm ready to go. And you're good to go. Yeah. And and if I don't take it off, it's going to look crazy because white people, your hair, my hair, it's different. Like I don't need to wash my hair every single day. Yeah. Because of the oils. So we do every couple of days, every week, everybody's body, life, uh, how they do their hair is different. But I know for me and my girls, we don't wash our hair every day. I mean, I can right. go a week or two without washing it. I put oil in it, whatever. My hair requires something different. 
Whereas, right. you know, and, and speaking of that, this is totally off the off the thing. I told you about the camp that I used to work at. And in yeah. the suburbs and how when I was in the suburbs, the few black kids that were there, we used to have the, the, the uh, popsicle sticks. We would check their hair. And every summer, girl, all the white kids, I'm like, she got lies. He got mm-hmm. lies. And they said, wait a minute. How come the black kids? I go, girls, too much work. The lice don't want to get in there because of the oils. And so none of the black kids. And if someone hears this, call me and tell me of a black person you know that had lice. That's Pl- so tell me, tell me that. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, but but I used yeah. to be like, I used to be like, go ahead, you don't gotta come over. And right. then in the beginning, yeah. I would do it. But after being at the camp for so long, I was yeah. like, wait a minute. I go, they don't, they never have it. And then I was a camp counselor That's in so Chicago, funny. and girl, nobody ever had lice. Wow. Yeah, That's, so- <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Now, okay, here's another like hair thing. But you know when white people go to like Jamaica or something yes. and they'd come back with like those braids and the beads and everything which is like traditionally more of like a black person hairstyle yes do you think that's offensive no i think it's cute but again this is me as me speaking for myself yeah. and being a black woman i love it um i know uh some of my white friends have had kids and they've come back and they sent me pictures or they right. even asked me to braid their hair and right. I've done that and put the beads in. But there are people that said, oh, why are they trying to get our hairstyle? Why, yeah. are they, why are they doing our braids? And, you know, you can't change everybody's opinion. And there are people that feel that way. But right. um, I, I don't feel that way. I think right. it's like if you want to you want to embrace it, that's cool. Right. But, right. you know, it's funny. Some black people might say, y'all want to do our hair. Y'all want our tan. Y'all want to be everything like us, honey. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, 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 exactly. When, it, but when it's convenient. You know, so some black people are like, nah, like, listen, stay in your life. Not having it. Yeah, totally, (laughs) totally. Um, Wait, should we do one? Should we listen to one? Yes. That some of our listeners recorded? Absolutely. Hello. Great job on the podcast. Uh, I would love to know your thoughts on the use of the N-word in the world today. Thank you. Wow. Mm, Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it is... Well, I want I want you to answer, but I do understand that, you know, we kind of as a culture know that it's not a thing to say, but then it does appear in uh, rap lyrics and there are black people who will say it to each other. And I get that there is some confusion, but I I think you should really take. Yeah, I think the first thing I would say, listen, white people, if you're listening, stay (laughs) in your lane. Yeah. Don't use it. That's number one. And then I'm going to tell you how I was raised as a young girl in my house. The N word was a curse word. So Mm. in my family, not allowed, unacceptable, derogatory word would not be allowed in our home. So what did I do when I got married? My husband and I shared the same sentiment about that word. So we have raised our children the same way. It's a no for us. You cannot use it. And listen, if you're white and you're out there curious about it, if you don't know, when in doubt, leave it out. Right. I'll tell you right. this. I had a friend, a colleague of mine, somebody you know, who called me one day and said, Gloria, I need your help. She's like, my daughter wants to do a TikTok thing. And on mm. this video that she's doing, they say the N-word. She's white. Oh, God. Okay. And her daughter wants to say the N-word. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, you're calling me your black friend and you mm-hmm. want me to talk to your teenage daughter. Put her on the phone. I talk to her and we talk and I say, listen, here's what I'm going to tell you like I would tell my own daughter. The song that you want to sing on TikTok, do you need to use the Mm N-word? Can you sing the song without using the Mm N-word? 
She said, everyone else is saying it. Uh All the other black kids are saying it. All the other white kids are saying it. What's the difference? Why is my mom being hard on me? I said, in my opinion, I think your mom wants better for you. And I would say to you, if it's worth it to you, I'm not going to tell you not to use it. I'm going to say this to you. I want you to think this through. Can I do this TikTok song and win and do it fantastic and have a great time and still have it be amazing right? without using the N-word? Or do I want to have all those things happen, be amazing, use the N-word and potentially be part of the canceled culture? And we're going to talk about that in a a whole nother episode. Is it worth it to you? And her response was, well, I don't, again, I don't understand why I can't use it if everyone else is using it. I said, so then you're telling me you want to be a follower. So I'm going to leave it in your court, but I'm saying to you, if you were my daughter, I would strongly suggest that you not use that word. Right. Okay. And so in the end, I think she didn't use it. And I was happy at the conversation that we had because I wasn't like, oh, how could you do that? You shouldn't do that. I I wanted her to think for herself. I wanted to give her two scenarios of how uh, this could be looked at. And Mm -hmm. I also want to acknowledge that, listen, the rap culture, hip hop, they Mm -hmm. use it as a term of endearment. And I'm not judging them. And I'm saying, you know what? Although I personally don't agree with it, I respect it. But I'm not going to respect it, honestly, from a white person. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not yours to use. And I know it's hard and hard to understand. But I'm saying to you that I think the N word is used amongst um, even uh, black Americans, um, Latin Americans. I've heard them use it as a term of endearment. And some white people say, well, how is that fair? You're calling each other that. Why can't I call you? Uh Uh-uh. Let's look at the history of where that word comes from. Right. Okay. It means an ignorant person. And black people were called that as a derogatory thing. So, you know, there's the N-I-G-E-R, which we were never allowed to use. Sometimes in the rap culture and the hip hop culture, they use an N-I-G-G-A. All right. Right. It's a difference. It's It's a big difference. And even right. if they are doing the ER, it's a difference. And my right. thing is, I know it sounds mean. Well, I say they get to say it. And I'm telling you, I don't think you should say it. I know it sounds like a double standard, but I'm saying to you, is it worth it? If you're confused yeah. about it, what are you using it for? And, 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 right. and also, look, are you amongst, you have a lot of friends where you're in, they're in your circle or you're just hearing it. You want to be like my friend's daughter. You want to be a follower. You want to do it because you think it's cool. Nah, unacceptable. I say don't use it. I'm so clueless because I had no idea that there was even like it, it being used so much in like a TikTok culture. Like oh, I know. But, but here, here's what it is. It's it's in a song. So if it's in a rap right. song, if it's in a hip hop, hip hop song and they're doing it, it's a part of their song. So she's like, right. listen, I love the song. Everyone's doing it and dancing to it or singing to it. So why can't I just say it or I'm mouthing it? I'm not saying I said, but here's the thing. Do you need to sing that song and say that word to get your point across? Is it right. worth it to you? I think you need to ask yourself, what am I saying? What am I doing? And and how can this be looked at? And I said, also, you're going to go to college. You're going to move on next. You know, as you get older, this stuff follows you. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is uh, I don't think it's a good idea, but I'm not going to tell you not to do it. I'm going to let you make your decision. And my friend got back on the phone. She's like, Gloria, thank you so much. I'm sorry. I said, girl, no, I'm here for you. But I hope that I was able to give her like examples um, so that she can make, you know, um, the best decision for herself. And, right. you know, and, and, and in my head, I'm like, girl, I'm glad you're not my child because I say, you yeah. listen, I said, absolutely not. But I didn't want to talk to her like that. But my kids, I talk to them nicely, like I just said to you. And then I go old school. I yeah. said, don't use it. Right. Right. 
Right. It's not okay. And then for adults, whoever's asking that question, I believe it was a white male asking the question, stay yeah. in your lane. Yeah. It'll only yeah, protect I, you. <laughs> and I think that like one really important thing that you said is it's like, it's not, it's not my word to use. But I don't even think you know, it's so my it's, word to use. I find it derogatory. I'm just saying to you, yeah. black, white, or anything, why are you using that? What is the purpose? Right. And if it's a part of the hip-hop culture, if it's a part of R&B, I ain't mad at it. If it's a part of um, rap culture, it's okay because it's been happening for generations. Who am I to say that they, that they are wrong? I'm just saying to you as a black woman and in my house and in my circle, I do not like the word used. And I encourage my children, nieces and nephews, hey, can you not use that? I've had people in my family say, I'm like, can you not use that? And though sometimes right. they get an attitude, like, don't tell me what to say. And it's like, I have to remember, I can't control everybody. But I would say, whether you're white, black, doesn't matter what you look like. If you know that that word has a negative connotation, you know that that word is derogatory and can be um, looked at as demeaning to someone, is it worth it to you? Right. And like, I'm not even cool with you like that. Why would you say my N-A-G-G-A? We're not cool like that. Right. So, yeah. so why would you say that to me and think yeah. I'm going to be cool with it? I'm not. I'm not going to be okay with it. And, and honestly, my kids, that is equivalent to saying a curse word. And then they're not allowed to curse either. Right. <laughs> I'm very old school. <laughs> you know, don't judge me. <laughs> I got a question for you. All right. Um, actually, this was uh, a recording also. Okay. Um, that someone sent in. Why do white people lock their doors when they see someone black walking by their car? Mm. I feel like that is like in that episode that we talked about fear, right? It's yep. like for some reason, those people have a fear, whether it's justified or not. You know, I mean, because also there are probably people that lock their car door no matter who walks by, right? I, I'm not. I'm not trying to defend anyone, but it's. Ju I'm just saying that it's like it may solely be for black people. It may be any person. It may be any man. It may be person a person of a certain size, like you know. But I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's like either they've had a bad experience, or um, media tells them that you know bad things happen when a black man walks past you, you know? I, I mean, I, you know, for me, I think if I was like alone in a, you know, sketchy area, I'd probably lock my door no matter what, ra what race person walks by. And if that's a black person, then you'd be saying, calling me out on you just locked your door because a black person walked by. I'd like to think I would do it if a sketchy white person walked by too, you know, but I do think it's that, you know, I do it in my neighborhood, not not so much locking the doors, but like, what is that person doing? And it's like, especially if they're of a different race, because I, I live in a very white, you know, neighborhood. So it's like, I'm guilty of it, too. Right. But, you know, and you just said maybe if it was a sketchy white person that you would probably lock the door, too. And I get that. But I think the issue I have with the question that's being asked is that it's raw and that it's real and that. I don't know that white people have to go through that where someone's saying what? I was someone saying a black person saying, hey, I saw a white person walk by. So I lock my door. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't happen a lot where there is a conversation, but the conversation is is happening still in 2021 that someone would submit that as a question to us.
Yes. Like, why do you yeah. lock your door when you see a black person, specifically a black man, uh, walking mm -hmm. by? And I get what you're saying. Like, we're all just afraid and we're in this climate and we just want to be careful and we want to be safe. But I just ask people to please continue to lock your door. Right. I get right. it. But also know that we all just need to be a little bit more sensitive because you don't have to ever have the conversation about do black people get afraid when a white person or a white male walks by? Because maybe it's, you know, it's an isolated incident, but it's not a right. question that has been posed to us or that people say is a big issue. Right. When, you know, obviously there are white people who commit crimes or who could be, you know, a white crazy person who's got who is going to bash your car in or whatever. Right. Like, I mean, I, I you're right. It's it's not equal because the black people should be equally scared of a sketchy right. white person. <laughs> right. But you're right. We don't hear that as much. Like, I don't say to you, like, did you lock your doors because a black a white man walked past, you know, but but you could. I actually do. I don't trust anybody. I don't care what you look like. So, yeah. But but it's still not a it's not a um, like you said, it's just not something that we say because it just but yet the reverse. Right. And also like what you said about the news, what do we see on the news mostly? I tell you this when I go to bed, I see crime, crime, crime right before I go to yeah. bed. And who do I right. see? They look like me. They yeah. look they're black and br brown people. And that's also sad to me. So that's what mm -hmm. the media shows. So we don't mm -hmm. see the white guy that's mm -hmm. that's, you know, breaking in someone's car. He doesn't make the news. And yeah. when he does do something bad, we're going to apprehend him because it's not the guy we know. But yeah, when but you who see stormed, a who stormed the Capitol? <laughs> okay, well that's a whole nother question. I think we go right. to that next, right? Okay, but, exactly. Yeah. And that's and that's yeah. the seriousness of it. And and that's why I think that question is a little sensitive because it's it's just a, like you said, it's unequal, and it has yeah. been. And I don't know how to fix it, right. but I know that um, I get it. But if people could just be a little bit more sensitive to it, uh, I don't know. Just start to think about how that feels. Yeah. To automatically be like judged because of the way you look. And for yeah. me, I take it very personal because when you say black man, you're talking about my father, right? Yeah. My husband, your husband your my son. son, my brother, yeah. my uncle. Yeah. Everything I love right. is treated with such disregard and such people are so afraid. And, and that's hurtful. It's like, gosh, come on. They, they, I value them like you value your family. Right, right. You know, uh, let, let's yeah. go to the next question. Right. Which okay. we were just talking about. Um, yeah. Someone sent in. Actually, this was a um, sent to my Instagram. Someone said. Uh, Why were white people allowed to storm the Capitol with little to no resistance? But Black Lives Matter protest protesters were met with excessive force. Mm hmm. I mean, I remember when that kind of came out, you know, around January 6th and they were showing videos and like showing the media and how the media like uh, would cover the Black Lives Matter versus the cat. I mean, obviously, we're just two people. We just have opinions. We don't ha we don't have the answers, but it is unequal. And I think it just goes to the systemic racism, right? I mean, when I look at like, even if you're saying that that's like a white crime, like that, that, you know, the majority of the people that stormed the Capitol were white, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I feel 
so much shame that I would even be associated with those people. And that's just another example where it is like what you were just saying about locking the doors. It's like, not all black people are going to commit a crime. Not all white people are going to storm the Capitol. So it's like, we can't do that. Like, Yeah, you can't. Ugh. But honestly, I honestly, I know that you're different from them. But I was like most black Americans saying, listen, how did that happen? How yeah. were they allowed to walk up those stairs, walk in the Capitol and right. destroy the property are the government's property, our highest power. How are they allowed right. to do that? Where Black Lives Matter, you know what I mean? You had tear gas. You were yep. you had, like throwing people down like it was the 60s. It's like, it is so unequal. It is so unfair. Yeah. It is so unjust. And, and it is like, yeah. Like the like the video of like, Black Lives Matter and it's like the peaceful protest, you know, but still they're getting tear gas or whatever. I mean, it is so, because there was nothing peaceful about the Capitol event, right? Yeah, but not only Black Lives Matter, you said tear gas, arrested. Yeah, 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 no, but, I, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, but, but I'm saying but, to the extreme of it, right? Yeah, yeah. But but that the the Black Lives Matter some of like and even the vernacular right that it's like protest when sometimes it was just like a peaceful march yes, but absolutely. it was still it was still met with aggression versus that there was nothing peaceful about the Capitol you but know yet, it wasn't but yet we're yeah. not exactly we're in the same yeah. page but what yeah, yet yeah. was not met with resistance and also right. was an inside job if you will they were allowed yeah. to get so far. Yeah. So far into the Capitol and Black Lives Matter, as you said, protesting, it's supposed to be peaceful protesting. But yet right. at the end of the night, I, we saw it on almost all the major yeah. cities. OK, yeah. how, how did they go from walking peacefully to being arrested, tear right. gas, stuff right. thrown at them? You know right. what I mean? It's just like it's just. It's not fair. No, it's not fair. It's awful. And I, right. Like you said, we don't have the answers, but I know what it felt like. It felt like. What do we say? Systemic racism. Here we go right. again. And also, you know, speaking of that, it goes back to like when, you know, we have people apprehended. You know, I'm not kidding you. I bring up the guy from Connecticut who had, you know, I think murdered his friend right. and someone else. And they were online. They were like, he's not the guy yeah. we know. Right. This is right. not. I'm like, what do you mean? He just killed somebody. Right. And you want to get right. you want to bring him back safely. But you're going and you're thinking someone has something in their car. You're thinking they have someone in something in their pocket and you are shooting them and you are killing them. And you're so right that there's so many <laughs> cases like that. Like yeah. any dateline is always about like a white guy who's murdered his wife or, you know, yeah. murdered his whatever. And like, so there's definitely a lot of twisted white people out there. So if you're going to lock your doors, like lock it for both. Yes, okay, y'all hear that? Right? <laughs> because like, because some of those, those stories, like I was just thinking about, like, remember the Scott Peterson yes. like, who, who murdered Ma his pregnant wife? Like white, he's a white guy, you know? So, was it, was like, that the Massachusetts one? I think that was like Northern California. Okay, but, I can't. But you're of, right. There's a, there's a bunch of. I mean, there's a bunch of them, and I remember just that. Just watch Dateline. <laughs> I can't think of the one from Massachusetts. I don't know. I'll think of it. But that that story, they went through all the housing projects in Boston. They came to Chestnut Hill to the colleges. They were looking for this black man because he said his wife had been shot by a black man and thrown to the ground, upsetting all of these households, only to find out it was her husband all along. Oh. And, and like, he was white? Of course. And like they oh say, like God. they say, it's not. I don't want to keep saying names because people say, Gloria, why do you say those are white names? So I, right, right. <laughs> I want to say it's not the Joey well, Karen, we know. You can, you it's can not say the Karen, Karen we know. Right. <laughs> but, it, but it's like you give them the benefit. Why? And they're actually like doing the, the killing serial killers. Yeah. And right. 
Murder suicides. That's a good point. Serial killers are always white. I mean, I probably shouldn't shouldn't say that because I'm going to get I'm going to get some DMs. But in general, like the notorious serial killers are not black. Mm -mm. I mean, I'm sure there are some. I don't want to. Yeah, there are some. But yes. But but for the most part, honestly, they have been white male. Yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, here. Here's one. Do all black people celebrate Kwanzaa? No. No. Has have has anyone ever said to you inappropriately like Happy Kwanzaa? No, but somebody said to me Happy Martin Luther King Day. Mm. I know it's mm-hmm. different, but Kwanzaa, like honestly, when my kids were younger, I tried to learn the seven principles when, and I tried to like um, have it be a part of my family, and so we're familiar with it, but we don't. But I do have family members uh, who do celebrate it in addition to Christmas. Right. You know what I mean? But and, it's not but it's not like and I probably should have researched this before even asking it. But it's not like a black holiday. Is it it's it's a certain it stems from Africa, but Africa, it's about right. uh, black Americans having principles and pride and so it's actually something wonderful to embrace our culture and uplift us. So I think it's a wonderful holiday, but no, not everyone who's black celebrates Kwanzaa. Right. Right. And not, I mean, you know, not everyone who's white celebrates any of the Christian holidays. Right. I exactly. Mean, but that is a specific. Thing. I also like I don't necessarily remember um, Kwanzaa when we were little. Like, I think it's become more as we've gotten older that people celebrate it. But I, I but and I can see and someone wishing you happy Martin Luther King Day. I mean, that <laughs> that's a whole nother. I was like, honey, it ain't my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was looking at him like, why did he say that? He was like, oh, Gloria interrupted the meeting. He was like, happy mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Day. I oh said, wow. And listen, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be anything, but I'm gonna bring it up for a second. That's when uh, Trump was um, he first became president. I said, oh, I get it. So you're feeling yourself right now. Yeah. And you and you want to say that to me. And, and he I had worked with him for a long time. He never said it any years prior to that. So I'm only left to believe that that was it. And right, I said, and, I, and, right. and he goes, he goes, don't you celebrate it? I said, yeah, and you should too. Right. Okay. Martin Luther King stood for, you know, peace and equality, bringing us all together for everyone. So mm-hmm. the fact that you're saying to me, happy Martin Luther King Day, I was like, yo, it ain't my birthday. Right. But right. thank you. And I, right. my thing was too, like, you should be celebrating it. Right. And the fact that he was beat red and like fidgeting, I'm like, you obviously feel uncomfortable. You probably should have thought about what you said. But again, you don't. Mm hmm. And um, I'm just going to be here and just say to you, yes, it should be a holiday that you celebrate, too. I'm glad Martin Luther King um, fought for equality for all of us, you know, and again, a teachable moment. Exactly. And I was going to say, like, I do think that that's important that you used it as a teachable moment. This this isn't exactly the same, but I will say I did the incorrect thing of wishing a Jewish Jewish person. uh, This is a long time ago, but still uh, happy Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. Well, that is not a happy holiday. You do not say that. You can say happy Rosh Hashanah because that's a new year, but Yom Kippur is atoning for your sins. So mm. that was like totally wrong. But I didn't know that. And my intent was like, you know, I knew it was a Jewish holiday and I was trying to acknowledge that, but I did it totally inappropriately and incorrectly. And thankfully, someone t- 
use that as a teachable moment. And now I know that it's okay to say happy Rosh Hashanah, but it's not okay to say happy Yom Kippur. And I think there's actually like something that you're supposed to say and I can't remember, like easy fast or something because there's fast. And, and how was the person when they told you? Were they did, did they were they nice about it or were they? Yes, they were. They yeah. were. And because that's how, that's how you learn, right? Like yep. I made a mistake but I didn't know it was a mistake and I'm not I'm not saying that it, this person seemed like it was more loaded when they said happy Martin Luther King Day, yeah but oh it was I'm, fully loaded honey yeah but I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying like I do think it's important when someone offends you or says something inappropriate you know not everyone is malicious in their intent and so if you can use that moment to school them in a way like now I'll never make that mistake again you know, exactly. because I know that young, what Yom Kippur is, you know. Right. And it takes patience. And I get that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So wait, I have another question. OK. Yeah. I'm going to ask you. We'll put it out there for both of us. Um, okay. Someone sent this was actually an email. It said, why do white people, specifically white women, walk into department stores and automatically assume that the black person um, is the employee? Is the help. And it may, it reminds me of Mrs. Howe when she was on yeah. our show. <laughs> yeah, totally. In her coat. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, I don't know. I mean, that is like, because, yeah, when she was talking about, like, <laughs> she was so offended. And of yes. course, you know, and it's weird because, like, especially at a department store, don't you think there's people of all different I guess it depends where you are. If I walked into a department store in LA, there would definitely be white people working there. You know, and black people and Hispanic or whatever. But like I so I don't know why that is. Has anyone done that to you? Absolutely. I was waiting to talk to you. Oh, <laughs> really? You know, when I was younger, I worked in See, department I'm stores. Clueless. Yeah. I'm clueless. And then, I don't <laughs> I've been in there with my kids. And they said, hi, can you help? And people say, oh, Gloria, it's not because of your race. You're just so nice. You're so welcoming. They just assume. I'm like, nah. I got on a coat. Yeah. I didn't have on a fur coat. But clearly, right, right. I'm walking in there. I have a jacket With on, your purse or, with or my whatever. Purse yeah. With my kid. And no, I don't work here. And I right. always just go, I'm sorry I don't work here. But it's annoying. So let me ask yeah. you. Do Have you ever had that where someone walked in and said to you, hi, can you help me out? I don't think so. See? I mean, I definitely, this is not the same at all, but I definitely have people who want my opinion. I'm like, I guess that sweater looks good on you. Like, I don't know why you think that I'm just like your friend. But no, I don't think, I don't think that if, if I did, it's not, it wasn't memorable because I don't remember it. But that, yeah. That but, but even is... if it did happen to you, right, you probably chop it off. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't work here. Yeah. But for a black person, it's like, no, like my it's happened to my mom, my sister, yeah. to me. And it's like, stop. Why don't you just come in and read the room for a second? Yeah. See, like you see my coat. You see I have my child with me. You see yeah. I have my purse. You see I'm in line just like you. Like, yeah. come on, read the room. Yeah. And no, I'm right. not ringing you up because I right. don't work here. Right. Wait, and another thing, I'll, I'll tag on to that. Another question was, and I've had this happen too, and this is so funny, where you're in line, all right? I'm in line. I'm in like third in line. Like uh, there's two people in front of me. I've had, and I've had other people do it too, but I'm just going to talk to you from this perspective of a, of a black woman. Yeah. I've had predominantly white people come up and act like I wasn't standing there and walk in front of me and then start to put their stuff on the counter. 
And, you know, when I was younger, I would just be like, okay, I'm going to walk away. And then, girl, the last decade, the last, oh, hell no. Excuse me. I was standing here. But when it took me, like, to become comfortable and say, like, I know for a fact that I was standing here. Or if they're older, I say, you know what? It's not even worth it. Like, I'm just going to let the, because I was raised that way. But then I'm like, there's that. You're older and I'm giving you respect. And then there's, no, that's your privilege. You're acting like I'm not standing here. That's unacceptable. Get your ass in the back. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You saw me standing there. Wait, and they go, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't see you. Come on. I got a tan. I got stuff in front of me. You knew you saw me. And the fact that you don't see me, that bothers me. Right. Because I'm standing there like there's three people ahead of me. Or there's sometimes um, there's, oh, and I don't know if you've experienced this. I've been, and the kids, they think I'm crazy because I've been in restaurants where we are the next ones in line. The hostess to go to the hostess, get, right? And the right. hostess sees us. They see right. we've been waiting, right? Right. And I've had other families come, walk right past us, and say oh. we're a party of five. And a couple of times, they've taken them. I said, "Oh, oh. hell no! Oh, hell no!" no. And my no. kids are like, "Mommy, mommy, mommy, don't do it! Don't right. do it!" I said, "Hi, is your manager available?" Ooh, oh good. yeah, that's where I'm at. It's yeah. like you know what? Uh uh-uh. uh. And then I've had people honestly that say, you know what? They've actually been standing here. I said, come on, we coming yeah. around the mountain. Thank you, thank you yeah. for not having me have to embarrass you, embarrass them, embarrass myself. Because it's not about like, oh, I need to prove a point every time. It's like you know what? This just like you need to have some respect. You just walked right. in here. You think that your privilege is going to allow you to, and it's been wherever you come from. You've been used to it, but the climate, right. change of climate. We're not having that anymore. And so I do appreciate that more and more people like, actually, they were standing here or actually she was first. And guess what? The people, a lot of times when it was happening to me, like they were black that said, oh, no, she was here first. But I've been seeing white people say, no, this family's here first. And I'm like, come on now. Thank you. And they look at me like they knew it was wrong. And it's like, how many times has that happened? And I'm sure it's happened to white people where other white people have come to and gone in front. But I'm just telling you, being a black woman, I feel like, you know what? Why do I have to go through this? Why -hmm. do you act like I wasn't standing here in the line? So you want to get ahead of me? Why did you act like my whole family, black, beautiful family with a big old tan? You didn't see a family of five sitting here, but you're going to bring your family of five. And suddenly you're going to go in. Nah, miss me. And this is only part one. We've still got more questions, right, Gloria? Oh, my gosh, they're coming. And listen, they don't (laughs) stop. I love it. People like, listen, ask this. Ask your white friend this. I Ask know. your black I, friend this. <laughs> I, totally. All right, so you're going to have to tune in to part two. This episode was sponsored by the Office of Ideas. An initiative of the Brigham and Women's Hospital Department of Emergency Medicine. Which fights for inclusive, accessible, high-quality health care. For everyone! You've been listening to Hard Candy and Fruit Snacks. With my mom, Gloria. And my mom, Carrie. This episode was produced by Frank Valida, Carrie Clifford, Gloria Harrison, and an ACL joint production. With the music by Alex Skolnick Trio. Check them out at alexskolnick.com. Tune in next time to hear more from our moms. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.